Hello, hello, this is Adrian, uh, Capricorn Tigress of Astrology, a look inside. And I'm coming to make a very special podcast. I put off making this podcast all day. It's now 7.30 at night. It's uh, um, it's Thursday, uh, October 13th. 2022 and I wanted to make this podcast because it was important that I make this a podcast <clears throat> for several reasons one for myself for my own understanding and to just kind of talk it out and and just feel like I'm you know I'm actually actively speaking on this and speaking positively on this and then the other was my, uh, maybe as an explanation to those who know and love me and um, who are worried and concerned about me. So let's go ahead and talk about what's going on and why I needed to make this particular podcast. Okay. So I was rushed to the hospital yesterday. Um, I uh, was having severe pains in my chest. It felt like it was burning and um, I, I had trouble eating and I was just really uncomfortable. It just almost felt like I couldn't breathe and I didn't quite know what was going on. My stomach felt weird, like there was some something in it, like a knot or something. And I just panicked and I called 911. They came over and right away they were um, concerned because my, my blood pressure was up like 180 or 96 and um, I was kind of shaky and there were other things that really concerned them so they rushed me to the hospital and uh, when I got there they did a CAT scan they did an x-ray they did ultrasounds they took blood they took urine they were really trying to find out what was going on with me and the first results that came back last night were really, um, ups, uh, you know, upsetting, but not devastating, not devastating. I found out I had GERD. It was, um, I knew I had GERD for a while. I was first diagnosed with GERD probably way back around 2007 or eight, but I, it was inflamed. Um, I had inflamed my esophagus cause I was, had been burping constantly since Friday. I had eaten some brock, uh, excuse me, Brussels sprouts and uh, carrots. And as you can well imagine, um, I had baked them. The Brussels sprouts and carrots are a lot of roughage, right? That's a lot of fiber right there. And so um, I uh, was informed that I also had developed di diverticulosis and that there were these polyps or boils or whatever sticking out of my colon and that um, they were really concerned about that that it was inflamed and they were afraid it was going to move into diverticulitis and um, but th they thought that was the main thing that was wrong with me and so they released me to come home and I did come home and then um, I, I was still not feeling that great they had given me some medication it really did a great job with the burning it kind of put that to ease and um i was uh i woke up and i went and i saw there was a bunch of messages from the hospital and um so i start opening up the messages and i discovered a bunch of results 
that were somewhat differing or on top of what I originally had been diagnosed with. So it turns out I've got cardio uh, melody. I can't say it right, but it's cardio melody. It's it's an indicator of um, something really serious that uh, could be happening with my heart. And so um, that kind of panicked me. Uh, they said it was mild. So it was just, I guess, the beginning stages of whatever this cardio malady is or whatever. And um, then I got the results with my lipids and my lipids were 21 um, out of like 96. Um, very, very low. And uh, when I, uh, my daughter was the first, but when we did our research on these lipids, and found that they were low, that's an indicator that there's something seriously wrong, most likely like with my heart or uh, my pancreas or something like that. And then there was another one that was uh, even more devastating. I, I don't know it uh, offhand uh, to say it, but it was like uh, my HB levels or I forget what it is, some kind of blood levels that my, my daughter understood right away. She used to work at a hospital but I, I did not understand. It has something to do. I'm looking at what my, my daughter had wrote um, earlier because she, with her, you know, having worked at the hospital, she, she knows um, uh, more than I do what, what these mean. And so um, I'm just looking at our, ner- uh, our, our, nerves, our, um, our notes here. Uh, about it so I can just kind of share what we found out um what was this this was uh so okay so it it wasn't as bad as I thought at first because I mean when they compared it to 2014 it really wasn't as bad as it could have been oh here it is it's the CT be something I'm looking at the wording and uh oh they they did that there was nothing really bad on the um on the uh, the computed tomography or something like that so that was kind of good um the lungs were clear there was no pneumonia um but there was this cardiomed I guess that's how you say it. Um, and so um, it, it's, I have a slightly enlarged heart. That's what it's saying. I have an enlarged heart. And so um, that's what uh, what this was. Um, also, there was a, some lumbar spine degeneration, which I was like lumbar spine degeneration. And um, I am anemic. So um, we... They, they were saying that the need for calcium anemia can cause uh, an enlarged heart. So this could be part of that because being anemic and also having all this problem. I haven't eaten since Friday. I just ate um, a half of a grapefruit. I, I just took the, the the soft part of the grapefruit and just kind of sucked up, you know, without the, the, the skin. Uh, so, uh, also it says I, I might be needing a hematologist, uh, and blood pressure could be a factor. 
because I had been eating this popcorn, which had salt. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. So this is what uh, what the big concern was that there was the pancreas issues, um, uh, which uh, that was the one that um, it's natureoetic peptide that was really low so it, it's indicative of pancreas issues which they had said it was just GERD but it's actually which I thought it was my pancreas I did like I'm a psychic right <laughs> and I already knew I was like oh, it's my heart and my pancreas I already knew but they had told me GERD which I already knew about that and this diverticulosis but as the results came in it was my it's my pancreas and my heart <laughs> just like I thought and um, as um, the digestive enzyme is too low, I've got some kind of chronic pancreatitis or cystic fibrosis. I don't know. They said they didn't find any cysts. So I'm just thinking it's something to do with the pancreas. Okay. And then the other one was this D-dimer quant F. I don't know. Anyway, there's something going on with that. So um, we, it, it, it seems to be. Uh, within the the normal range, it's not high, but there, uh, it's, so there isn't a blood clot uh, or anything. But the natriuretic peptide is bad. It it's indicative of more heart issues. So all the heart problem tests um, say that there's heart issues, and, and there's there's an underlying issue. There has to be even having an enlarged heart is a symptom of something else. So my daughter was like, mom, you need to get a cardiologist right away. Like ASAP. I'm worried about the mommy. I mean, basically in tears. And this is something to do with the BNP, NT, pro BNP. I don't know. And um, so I'm going to be going to, uh, we're going to go and take me to get uh, to another hospital to do my follow-up and uh, get second, um, third opinions and uh, of course I'm keeping track of my eyes my daughter was afraid that there could be some jaundice because that can be the pan pancreas as well and um, so um, but uh, with the cardi cardiomegaly um, there's shortness of breath especially while laying flat and this is true I don't like to sleep because when I sleep I sometimes have a hard time laying there without feeling like I'm I'm having trouble breathing and I'm waking up short of breath or a regular heart rhythm which arrhythmia which I have and swelling edema in the belly and the legs which I I have that the edema in my legs it's actually been good um over the last week or so I was obviously doing something a little bit better getting more sleep and really working on it but when, when I ate those Brussels sprouts and carrots, I think it just kind of um, exacerbated uh, what was going on with the GERD, which exacerbated whatever this is with the pancreas, which then exacerbated whatever's going on with the heart. And, and there you go. And so I ended up uh, in the emergency and um, I, um, so I have what they call signs of a potential heart attack. Um, chest pain, discomfort in other areas of the upper body, including um, my left arm, 
my neck, my jaw, and my stomach, and shortness of breath. So um, I was told if the symptoms persisted or if they got worse, to call 911 again and um, uh, to do that. But I'm, I am a healer. I mean, that's what I do. Um, I'm also a, a believer in um, in positive things. I'm a positive thinker, right? I'm, I'm a leader in positivity. That's what I do. And so I really started with my positive stuff. I right away, I told the world, like, I just believe when this stuff happens, don't hold it to yourself. Go out, get prayers. That's just the way I handle things. So I went on Facebook and I told all my friends, all 5,000 or more of them and uh, begged for prayers. And I've been getting prayers from all over the place. And so when I because uh, this, I got the first results early in the day and then I cried myself to sleep and, you know, all of the things you do when you find out you've got heart problems or actually one said heart failure, um, which who wants to hear they have heart failure? Um, hello, nobody wants to hear that. So I was like kind of panicky because <laughs> uh, I heard I was having heart failure. And then at three o'clock, I got back another result. I swear prayer works. And it was the EKG 12 lead. And um, they, in this test, it was, um, this, I was within the standard range for the ventricular rate, the BPM, the art, art, atrial rate, the P-R interval, the Q-T interval, I could go on and on. It was all within a normal range and in comparison to the EKG they gave me in September of 2018. So um, that was the ECG. And so I feel like somebody really, really prayed. Somebody really prayed for me. And um, I thank you. Uh, whoever had that mighty powerful prayer, like somebody's prayer was like really powerful. It might have been my own. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I'm a manifester, but like I like to get that out of the blue in the middle of the day. I almost felt. I I think I did fall to my knees. Like, are you kidding? Because I thought one of the tested potential heart failure, and then. <laughs> I just, after all of that, it comes back and it tells me, oh, no, 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 your 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 EKG or ECG is like, uh, it within your normal range, you're just developing this, right? So we have to, to fight this. And um, so I, I'm changing the way I do everything now because no one likes hearing that they're in heart failure ever. And I am grateful that I got that ECG, that e, uh, results back, the EKG results that, um, you know, I'm still uh, in a manageable place. Like I'm not that far off from where I was in 2018. I can still manage this. I'm just going to have to change some activities or things. And of course I'm aging and it gives me hope. And I believe in the power of manifesting prayer. I believe in it. I believe in the collective the collective ability of prayer. Like if I just tried it on my own, it wouldn't have been as powerful, but I got hundreds of people involved in this praying. 
And I can almost cry now because I can't believe my EKG came back like that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you prayed for me, if you put me in your, your good graces, your well wishes, thank you. Thank you so much for whoever, whatever. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. I, it gives me hope. Like, I know I may have to go and do some things and they're going to have to do, um, I'm probably going to be on a liquid diet for a while and all these different things. I just ate that um, half a grapefruit and I'm just waiting to see if it causes any discomfort. Um, like when I went to the hospital, it's the first time I've eaten anything since I went to the hospital. And so I, like I said, I didn't eat the skin at all. I just kind of squeezed the juice out of the, the pulp and then I um, just spit out what I, all the skin. I, I was scared of the skin, but um, so far so good. And um, again, thank you so much for all your prayers and all prayers are welcome in the situation. I just wanted to share this and if you're wondering, well, how does this connect into astrology? Well, let me explain because <laughs> I'm an astrologer. So let me explain and why I think things got better. Okay. So um, right now, as many of you know, we've got Chiron at 13 degrees of Aries. It's retrograding, right? It's been there. We got Jupiter in Aries right now. So those are in Aries. Um, I Uranus is at 17 degrees, okay, of Taurus. And that's exactly on my moon. Like when I say Uranus was exactly on my moon, my moon at birth is at 17 degrees and 53 minutes. Uranus today is at 17 degrees and 56 minutes. Okay. Um, so, or, or 50, I think I'm at 51 minutes. So it's actually retrograding back to an exact um, conjunction to my moon that is in the fourth house of sudden endings. And no one likes that, especially since we're talking about Uranus. And it is trying my ascendant exactly at 17 degrees. My ascendant is 17 degrees. And so, um, this was very uh, scary in a way because Saturn itself is at 18 degrees. It is retrograding in Aquarius back to a, in a square formation uh, with Uranus at 17 degrees and 56 minutes of, uh, of, um, of Taurus. So I was really um, being affected by this because Saturn is, this Saturn is in my first house. It's within eight degrees of my, less than eight degrees of my own Saturn. Uh, which is at 10 degrees in 44 minutes or 54 minutes or something like that. And um, it, 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 yeah, I, 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 my nerves. Okay. So, cause Uranus was square that technically too, since it's on my moon and it was basically a, a, a bad square. Now, what really scared me though, is that Venus is at 18 degrees of Libra and that the sun was is now at 20 degrees of Libra. But when I was in the hospital, I bet you it was at 18 or 19 degrees. Now, what happened was that was square. That Libra was exactly squaring my sun and my ascendant. And we had the moon uh, in um, Aries uh, the other day, which was in 
uh, I think it all happened at 16 degrees, almost 17 degrees of Libra and Aries during that full moon in Aries. And that's when it was like a big bang. It just created this issue because, okay, when the moon was full in Aries, the sun was in Libra. So that's a cardinal square. I'm a Capricorn who had my sun at 14, almost 15 degrees of, of Capricorn and my ascendant at 17 degrees of Capricorn. That makes another cardinal square, a T-square to both that full moon and sun that day, that T-square. But where is the outlet to that T-square? It would be 17 degrees of Cancer. And where is 17 degrees of cancer or 16 degrees of cancer? It's in my sixth house of health. <laughs> yeah. And how did it manifest in my life? Through my sixth house of health. And also me reaching out to other people, right? It was right near my descendant. And I reached out right away and... Uh, even from the hospital, I, I, I made a, a, a video and, and uh, let everyone know and beg for prayers right away. I think my reaching out to other people is what saved my life. I really do because it was all, a, it was an ascendant descendant type of situation. And um, I just feel like I got those extra prayers. I wasn't in it alone. And I got that support and that faith. And what does it say in the Bible? We're in two or more believe. When two or more pray together or two or more believe, then it, it it makes it so. And that's why I ask for prayers. I have no shame. I will go out and beg strangers for prayers because when two or more, I can't do it on my own. In order to manifest the kind of glory from God, that is, you need to have multiple prayers at work. And I thank you all for your multiple prayers. It really did save my life. I believe that. Now, Mars is at 23 degrees of Gemini and Mars is about to move into my sixth house. So I know that this, there's only two ways Mars in the sixth house um, will play out. And that is with, uh, but I think Mars is going to retrograde if I'm not mistaken, but Mars in the, Mars in the sixth house plays out in two ways, right? Is work or hell. That's it. And so I realized I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to face that eventually. That's what's going on. Um, but Saturn is going to be going direct soon as well. And that means it's going to at least move away from my own natal Saturn, but then it's going to be doing its Saturn thing in my first house. So Wow. You know, this has just been a whole bunch of um, scary stuff for me because <laughs> just the where it, all the planets are. I mean, it's always scary to have Saturn uh, in your first house and, and I have it by birth, but to be retrograding there and uh, squaring your moon and squaring uh, uh, Uranus, which is at, on your moon in Taurus. Uh, it, it was it's, it's been a really scary uh, couple of days. And uh, Venus is supporting that Saturn in Aquarius because Venus is at Libra. It was supporting it, all of that. So it was really a scary time. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful to all who have prayed for me. I believe I am manifesting a better 
better body, a new body, a, a more productive, active, cleansed body. And um, sometimes Saturn will do that. It's the great taskmaster. It is in my um, first house and it was making the squares it was making. And I think it was a wake up call and I'm fully wide awake now. Okay. That, that full moon in Aries in my first house, my um, scoring my natal first house and in my progressed first house, that 16 degrees of Aries happened right inside my progressed first house. And that was a wake up call about my body. And I will indeed take this advice a universe about my body. Also during this time, Pluto, as you know, over the last few days went direct. And when Pluto went direct in my first house in Capricorn, by the way, it's also in my first house. This was what happened. It's going, I believe Pluto is going to regenerate my body. It wants to regenerate my body. But what does Pluto do? I mean, Pluto, it takes you down. It's like you have to be the Phoenix rising from the ashes. You're down to nothing. And I feel like that's what had occurred, and and that's what I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm healing from. So, again, I I welcome all prayers. Um, if anyone else is a Capricorn, a Cancer, a Libra, an Aries, if you had anything occur over this last uh, three or four days uh, with the full moon in Aries, please share that with me. I want to know if anyone else was unduly affected by that horrible cardinal square. Anyway, this has been Adrian, Capricorn Tigress of Astrology Look Inside. Thank you for listening to my own cardinal square story. And um, I, I pray all of you are, are healthy and doing well. And uh, I am getting better every day. Okay. So thank you for your, um, for listening and thank you for any prayers coming my way. Much love, much light, many blessings and namaste.